2: In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of MyTalk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities.
3: MyTalk 1071
0: presents Jason Matheson Alexis Thompson Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with
4: Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. We're so glad you're here. We're grateful that you let us entertain you. So sit back, relax, drink some Tang, some Sunny D, a Capri Sun. If you can get that damn straw in there.
0: (laughs) Stab, stab, stab! Stab, stab, stab,
4: stab, stab, stab. stab. Oh, it's Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. Coming up, Alexis Kabubowicz Thompson has Mm -hmm. the Am I the Ass Hat. Then we have the Dirt Alert with Holly. Then we have Carol Burnett. And anytime Carol Burnett's on a show, it's reason to celebrate for heaven's sake. <laughs> um, and I have good news for Alexis. What? I got dish <gasps> from a king nerd. Oh. A DM nerd, a big nerd that is well-connected in the Star Wars universe. <gasps> and I got dish about Alexis's favorite character. <gasps> oh. We're going to end the show with that. But right now... Any digression here? What's going on? That's right, oh Lexa, <laughs> I got good news for you. Ooh. But right now, Alexis is gonna lead us in prayer and well, am I the asshat? Am I, am I wrong?
0: No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass
2: am,
4: am I
2: the asshat?
3: What's we got? All right, to my the asshat because I don't want to help my sister financially because she promoted her MLM at my wedding. Oh. That's a multi-level marketing company, if
5: no.
4: not of familiar.
3: Yes, and it's like that pyramid where, you know, there's like kind of one person who recruits another, and then that person builds a team, and you they're selling. That, that scheme? This scheme, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, selling clothing or stamps <laughs> or Tupperware. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Hey. Or yeah, plastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, uh, here we go. I am 29 years old. I'm a female This writer. Of course, married my wife in October last year. Best day of my life. My sister's 32. Her name is Bianca. She's been in an MLM for almost three years. She has seriously become another person since she started her business. We share some group chats, and there's not a day that goes by that she doesn't send out catalogs, promotions, and walls of text about how lucrative the opportunity is. It was the beginning of the wedding reception. My wife and I are talking to some of our guests when our wedding planner frantically approaches us and tells us that there's a guest handing out MLM business cards to arriving (laughs) guests. No. Jason, here's a Tums. (laughs) 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 Turns out it was my sister, Bianca. I asked her to stop, and she did, except she spent the whole night trying to talk people into the business. In the grand scheme of things, what Bianca did was insignificant because my wife and I had a very happy day, But and there were no major problems. But I still get angry when I think about how uncomfortable it must have been for our guests who were subjected to her presentation. Fortunately, they graciously accepted our apologies. Every time my wedding is mentioned, someone is sure to mention... My sister, who was promoting her MLM, incredibly embarrassing, and Bianca and I haven't had contact much since then. So yesterday I was talking to my mom on the phone, and after a bit of catching up, she told me that my sister's business is not doing very well. And she's struggling to meet her monthly quota, and she's behind on her rent and needs money. Bianca asked my mom for money, who she in turn asked me to help. I said absolutely no. She embarrassed me at my wedding, and she didn't even apologize. I was absolutely sure that she was going to use the money to give to another MLM now that she no, this one's no longer working for her. My mom says that I'm cruel and rude. She says that she didn't raise me to betray my family. I told her that she's just feeding my sister's fantasy world and making her believe that at some point she's going to be successful with an MLM. We're not on speaking terms right now. Am I the asshat?
4: Six five one six four one one zero seven one six five one six four one one zero seven one. Call us on your rotary phone. Call us on a normal phone. Mm-hmm. Operators are standing by. Join the conversation. Um, she is not. I gotta tell you, I don't like you know family squabbles and 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 breakdowns of communication. Um, mm-hmm. I've had it in my own life quite candidly, but yeah. um, that is so tacky. That is so damn tacky, and that is such that is crossing such a line. Um, mm-hmm. That it, I gotta, I. It requires a timeout. I'm sorry. It requires yeah. a, a. It requires I, I need a, a Mariah Carey fragrant moment, Lex. Yeah. I, I, I. It is that is a, a bridge too far. Ugh.
3: What about if that the wedding situation didn't happen? And that your mom called because your sister asked for money. Would that be a different situation knowing that she still is in an MLM?
1: I think it would be a little bit different. Because then it would just be like, okay. My sister needs help. My sister needs help.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then you would have to make the decision. Yeah. Understanding that, you know, this is not a loan. This is not whatever. If I am giving money towards this, then you have to give freely. And then it's hard with those memories. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. This is a good one, Lex. Let's, uh, Holly, who do we have?
1: We're going to go to Stacy.
4: Hello, Stacy. Welcome to the show. What do you feel about this?
0: I love you guys. First of all, I
4: love love you. you We love you, Stacy. We appreciate you. What, um, how do you feel though about this one?
0: I feel there's a time and place to promote your business. That was not the time or place. And like you guys said, if it was a different situation and they needed money on, yeah, I would help out. But this wedding is not the time or place to promote your business. No. Yeah. No, so it, it,
3: I started thinking about it might happen
0: again. Because I, I, Same situation, but different. My sister needed money, Mm -hmm. not for business, but for a divorce. So I paid for her divorce, knowing that she'd pay me back. But if it would have been a situation like this wedding thing, I'd be Mm -hmm. like, oh, hell no, girl. No, (laughs) that was my special time, my special place. You ruined it. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to be kind of judgy and say, no. But if it would be, hey. Your sister needs money. Can you help out? Yes. Yeah.
4: I'm with you. Yep. I think we're all. Yeah. Thank you, Stacy. Again, thanks for listening to us. We appreciate yes. you. Yeah.
3: Thank you, Stacy. Yeah. I think that these MLMs, I think that's one of the first messages that they, at least for training, start with the people you know. Sure. And try get them on board because there's already a trusted relationship there. Um, so I, I I'm not saying that the wedding was absolutely inappropriate. I'm just thinking what would be the rationale for for saying this is appropriate for me to be doing this? Oh, you know, it, it's like, well, there are people I know. I might as well it's a twofer. you know. What's the big oh, deal? You, like, I'm just trying to see what, what the, the sister, parameters.
4: Oh, yeah, okay, I'm trying God. to see
3: what the sister's point of view would be. I mean, the weddings, yeah, not the right place to do it. But I'm just wondering, you know, what that, what that comes to, because they're, they have that monthly quota that they have to hit every time too. Ooh,
4: it's just so uncomfortable, though. Yeah. Oh, you know it is. It's never a great time. No. Cause, oh, because let's be honest, oh, it's so no, uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable because whether it's that or Tupperware, which by the way is going out of business, I think possibly. Anyway. Mm. Or uh, you Uh, you feel bad. You're like, oh, God, oh, God, because
3: you want to help your friend. You you don't need any knives. But you're like, well, I mean, I I guess it slices Mm -hmm. better than what I have. And and maybe it's, oh, you know, yeah, you want to help. You definitely want to help out. Or have you ever been invited over for, you know, hey, come on over. We're having, you know, we're getting the grill going and we've got uh, some friends coming over. And then it turns out
1: they're selling you stuff. That's when no. I leave. That's when I leave. That, yes. Oh, I've never nope. had that. That's when I leave. Oh, it's I don't go. To me to, twice. I don't go to anything like that. It's just a, a personal hard boundary. It's so uncomfortable. It just. Yeah. It's just like no, I'm not. Sorry. Like if you need cash, honestly, I'd be like, can I just give you fifty bucks? Oh, right. Can I just give you fifty dollars? Or
3: just tell me what's happening? Like, yeah. hey, by the way, we're setting up some clothing, some candles. <laughs> That's right. You walk in right. and it's like, wait, what is this? I don't need herbs and this uh, you yeah. know, dip mix. Yeah.
4: Wait, okay, let's go to. Anyway, yeah, we've got, yeah, left, we've got, yeah, yeah, we've got go to, My
3: Talkers calling in, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Alicia, line one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Hello, Alicia. Uh, is it Alicia or Alicia? Alicia. Hi, Alicia. What do you feel about Hi. this?
0: Um, I feel that the sister is an attack and it's for two reasons. One, an MLL is a side business. Until you can figure it out, it becomes, it, until you can figure out how to make money, then it becomes your full-time job. So oh. that means girl needs to get a job, needs to get <sighs> her own job, a part-time job as she starts to figure out the MLL. Oh my gosh, that and, is such a
3: good point. And yes. one-on-one
0: business, it's poor to like promote at somebody's wedding. There's no business person out there who would tell you that's a good idea. Yeah. The so girl's wrong in like three spots right
4: there. Back is back. Yep. <laughs> and Alicia just pointed all three out. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank Alicia. You. Yes. Let, oh, let's she's give so ma- right about that. I didn't, didn't even think, think about, about it that.
3: Is a side gig for...
4: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Marley. Marley gets the last word. Marley, welcome to the show. You get the last word on this. How do you feel?
0: Uh, good morning. I think the mom and the sister are, are the asshat. Oh, the and every everybody needs to have boundaries about saying yes and no to... Donating or giving or loaning money, and it's it's okay to say no
4: yeah. yeah yep, yep, it's all right to say no, thank you, Marley.
5: Thank you. Mm-hmm. And
4: then a fragrant moment. I need a
5: moment. <laughs> I need a fragrant moment.
4: Yeah, back up. Back. Really quick, Lex. I have one, one yeah, quick thing. You sure. mentioned that this has happened to you twice. It you've has. been invited to a party, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be, hey, would you like to buy some uh, sex toys or jewelry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, I have, really? Twice? Yeah. And look,
3: it was fun to be around everybody, but there was definitely a a vibe of like, hey, uh, you're here and enjoying this. I've got this whole thing set up. Mm-hmm. Go look and buy something. And then, you know, it's the sales pitches as you're sitting there. Hey, if you buy, you know, mm-hmm. this stack of this, then you also, you can save with, with this. You know, so it's just a constant thing that you're just...
1: Yeah, yeah, and so, then having to manage those kinds of invitations or, you know, yes. because they're... they're I, maybe
3: at, because they know you're not going to come if they well, tell you.
1: Yeah, and, well, even the direct invitations to things like that. Right. Then there's this social pressure that's added and whatever. And I'm like, look, yeah, I will not go to any of these, period. And it's like, because if we're going to have a transactional friendship... I don't do that in that way. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm like, again, it's like, like, dude, if you just need some money. Like, right. give me some money. Oh.
3: Or send me the catalog before and I'll just browse through. Yeah. And if I want, you know, I'll pick something and Ooh. that will, you know. Ugh, but I you're mean, right. Whole, it's so
1: true. It's just so messy.
5: It no. is. Oh.
4: To Alexis's favorite sh- quote from "She by Charade.
5: Ooh, to the no, to the no, no, no.
4: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You tell him "She by Charade. Ooh,
5: to
4: the no, uh-uh. to the no, no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm with how. Hall- uh- Bye. Meeting over. Bye. I'm gonna <laughs> could, go to Taco Bell on the way home. Yep. Bye. Yep. You get. You
1: do your Grandpa Simpson. You walk uh-huh. in. Yeah. And then you walk right. And, yeah. Right. Bye.
3: Hi, bye. <laughs> bye. <Goodbye>. What? <laughs> you gotta appreciate. You know. At the same time, you know they're hustling. They're doing. This is their their livelihood. So it's something that you want as well. You know. It's it. Oh, such a balance.
4: Such. A, oh yeah. Yeah. Tacky. When we come back, uh, we're going to get you caught up in the big uh, Hollywood headlines of the day and a little bit. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on
0: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
4: Later, Carol Burnett and I have good nerd news to end the show. Stay <gasps> with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dude,
2: dude, 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 dude,
4: Let's get you caught up with big Hollywood headlines in the Dirt Alert with Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly.
1: Oh, Jason Alexis, let's talk about the friendship of Sarah Paulson and Pedro Pascal. It goes oh, back it. Yeah, it goes back decades. So the two of them first met in 1993. Pedro came to New York City to study at NYU. Sarah Paulson was also there. And uh in a New Esquire cover story about Pedro Pascal, we're learning that Sarah Paulson financially supported and helped out her friend when he was going through a dry spell in the late 90s, trying to make it as an actor in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Man,
4: I didn't even know they were friends.
1: Oh, yeah. So Sarah Paulson said we would go to the movies all the time. And, you know, we w- she said that we really bonded over that. And after college, Pedro moved to L.A., He had some roles on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Touched by an Angel, and Undress, but he couldn't really pay the bills with the sporadic acting work that he was getting. He went back to New York City, but apparently Sarah Paulson was like, look, you know, I'm going to give you some money to help you get through these hard times. She said, I would give him my per diem for a job I was working on so that he could have money to feed himself.
4: Wow. That's good. You know, I can... This comes... This whole nothing surprises me about this story, yeah. because I think Sarah Paulson, she seems like that type of person, human friend. Yeah. You know, she just seems like she would do this. She yep. seems very nice, and I love I love the story.
1: Yeah, very. She, to believe
3: believing your friend. I mean, what a payoff too. I mean, oh my to god, being you know, success that he's
1: um, you know experiencing right now. That's what life's about, right? Yep. Right. And Sarah Paulson says, of her friend Pedro Pascal, you just want him to succeed. And she said, for yes. me, I feel like that's the sign of a major movie star. I'm ready for him to take the reins from guys from a romantic comedies past, like Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson and all these guys, because he can be all that. Let's remake Die Hard with Pedro. Remake all the Lethal Weapon movies with Pedro. Throw him in a romantic comedy, this guy. He can do it all.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Guys love him, ladies love him. Everybody loves children. Him. Oh, oh, my goodness. I bet dogs really like him too. Uh-huh.
4: Everybody does. Any
3: kind of domesticated animal, small woodland creatures. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Or wild animals. You're right.
4: <laughs> He's not even my type, but I would absolutely allow him to duct tape me to any surface. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, <Yeah.
3: sighs> <laughs> I don't know about the duct about the tape, moment. but um, oh. Caliente. Yeah, very I mean, much.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Pedro Pascal, good. <laughs> (laughs) guy jason would want him to duct tape him to a surface (laughs) and besties with sarah paulson so glad that pedro pascal is having his moment something that almost didn't have its moment is the upcoming barbie movie that's coming out in july oh you know the trailer almost broke the internet last week people super excited for that but margot robbie opening up about the struggle to actually get this movie being made. So she, I believe she's a producer on this. She's starring as Barbie. But she read the script for the first time, written by Greta Gerwig and her partner, Noah Baumbach. And she said, my reaction the first time I read this was, oh, this is so good. What a shame it will never see the light of day because they are never going to let us make this movie.
3: She said what they did. It did. Yeah. yeah there was a time and place for it. I can see that it wouldn't have much legs maybe even 10 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. out of the pushback of, you know, would a regular, bar- would a Barbie in real life be able to stand up with the proportions and, oh, you sure. know, no.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, yeah.
4: And also, I'm sorry, Lux no, I didn't interrupt you there. I didn't mean to step on you. Uh, but also, like, how do you do it? You know what I mean? Like, a great uh, Barbie movie, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, are they real? Is it animated? Is it partially animated? You know, it's.
1: Exactly. What's the angle that you're going to take on a Barbie movie? And how are you going to bring that story into whatever modernity, like whenever it happened? And this Barbie movie has been in development hell in Hollywood for quite some time, because at one point in time, Amy Schumer was attached to write and star as Barbie. Oh, wow. That project got scrapped. This one came in in its place, and we don't really have any details on the script. Margot Robbie said, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but we do know that there are lots of Barbies, lots of Kens, and feet that stay in the same shape when they go out of the shoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: the foot fetish people are going nuts. Oh. In the trailer, when she steps out of her shoes and her heels are still up, they're getting real randy looking at that. <laughs>
4: Uh, how do you know that?
3: I read an article. Sure, you My did. friend told
5: me. <laughs>
4: you, you heard it from a friend? Sure yeah, what? I heard it from you a friend. You heard it from a friend? That's, you, I can't believe you tried to pass that off. We'll be right back.
3: <laughs>
1: That's felt like my own.
4: Hi, everybody. It's Jay live for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Every month, there are brand new specials at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. And this month is no different. I'm going to before I say anything else. Make sure you you start following Skin Rejuvenation Clinic on the socials to get the latest specials. They put stuff on there that I don't even know about, and I'm kind of in the know here on Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Let me start with this: uh, April is a great time for Botox. That's right, tons of promotions going on for Botox. And what I love about fillers and Botox at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic is, and this is what I say all the time: little dabble, do ya? They don't go in there trying to make you look like a real housewife of Coon Rapids. No. Little dabble do you. All, all of the the folks at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic are experts. And right now, you can save money on Botox. Call for details. And when you mention me, you get a free consultation. Where? Skin Rejuvenation. And
3: now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag's a big plus. <laughs> this has been a dad
4: joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious.
3: From Alexis.
4: That's a good one right there. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk, streaming everywhere on the My Talk app or your favorite home device that we're pretty confident is spying on you. But you know, that's beside the point.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's more of your patterns are tracking yeah. and then tracking the people around you because they assume right. that you like the same things and will yeah. buy the same things. <laughs> so it's actually worse than actually having
4: someone look through your camera Yeah, for listening. Yeah. Oh. But I don't, you know what? I I uh, I don't care, though. <laughs> Those targeted you know,
3: ads, they really,
4: they, oh, they know you
3: like that. <laughs> yeah, they
4: do. Know you like that. Yes. Oh, it's... It's scary. Those cookings uh,
1: follow you around. They sure, sure do.
4: do. They sure do. You mentioned a coat. Next thing you know, the next time you jump on a Facebook, there's an ad for that coat. Yep. <laughs> you know, I
1: talked about compression socks in the seven o'clock hour, and now yeah. I am being relentlessly trailed by a compression sock company.
4: All, you are not.
1: Yes. All over the place. You are not. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh.
4: Oh my goodness!
1: Everywhere, everywhere!
4: I—that's frightening that that just happened.
1: Oh.
4: <sighs> okay. Well, maybe it's backing up what Alexis has thought for years. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, maybe, maybe Alexis was right. <laughs> um, Carol Burnett was oh. on Jimmy Kimmel yesterday. What a delight! Uh, she was on there promoting that special that's coming up uh, on NBC, celebrating her ninetieth birthday. And um, she was just, look, this was, it was just a great uh, appearance. She was talking about how she started her career in New York, living with four roommates, where she worked, uh, just her beginnings. And I, I could just listen to her forever. And we were talking here in our office at the TV show. She hasn't aged in like 20 years. Carol is 90 and looks like she's in her early 60s. Yes, it's amazing. It Mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Here's a little bit of Carol Burnett. You moved to New York. I moved to New York. Just out of college. Yes,
5: and I had borrowed money, and I didn't know where I was going to live. And I checked into the Algonquin Hotel, and it was $9 a night. Now, that was very expensive at that time. Oh, it was. Wow. You know, because when I was raised by my grandmother, we lived, you know, on Yucca and Wilcox in one room and it was $30 a month. So $9 a day was quite a bit. Yeah. And I uh, had a chance to move to another place called the Rehearsal Club, which was a uh, Brownstone on 54th Street, which housed 25 young women who were, uh, wanted to be in show business, who, in the theater. And I had a, the phone number of a friend who lived there and she said, get out of the Algonquin and come up here and it was called The Rehearsal Club, and it was $18 a week, room and board,
4: that, which well, was pretty that's good. Better.
5: yeah. So I moved into one room with four roommates, five women in one room. I had a cot and a dresser, a closet, and one bathroom with all these five
4: women. And, wow. uh, but do you keep, did you keep in touch with any of those women? Do you remember them? Oh, I do, I yeah. do.
5: Yeah, they were all different. There was one who'd been around the block a few times. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, then there was a, a one who was a Stanislavski actress who never bathed. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and then there was another girl yeah, man. who was from England. Tiker T- Gillespie was her name. Real cute with curls and everything. And she was British, but she was into Spanish dancing. And then there was a ballerina. Yvonne Craig was her name, and she later became Batgirl. Oh, right. She was on Batman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so there was the five of us, and I remember my grandmother sent me um, $20 to buy a a coat because I'd never been in cold weather. Uh You know, we lived out here in Texas and everything, so I I bought a coat, and and it was wool, and it was kind of nubby like the white and black and so forth, and I was really proud of that. I thought it was great. And I modeled it in front of the, the tough girl and <laughs> the one that had been around the block. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, what do you think, Joyce? What do you think? She said, it looks like unbored linoleum. <laughs> 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 I, I was embarrassed to wear the coat from then on. Oh, wow. <laughs>
4: oh, it's oh. the great Carol Burnett. What I mean, her career, man, the stories that she has, I mean, just right there. I mean, she could do a whole one woman show on those years in New York, starting off with with those women in that house. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then eventually getting to CBS and yeah.
1: And then having your own Mm -hmm. show and being a comedy pioneer in that way. She was a Broadway star. Oh,
4: yeah. And fighting for that show every every year, CBS just, Ugh. you know, they didn't want to give her the money to really do it the way she wanted it. She wanted a full orchestra. They didn't want to do that. She's like, she demanded it. And then, they you know, it, it just a show like that could never be on the air right now. Oh, it God. would just be so expensive, yeah. be not cost effective. But, oh, God, Saturday night, CBS, man, it was, it was what everybody watched. Aww. Every Saturday was a great lineup. So, well, they moved her around a lot, but it was mainly on Saturdays, so. I want to see the special. I know, I do too. I mean, I wish it was on CBS, but, you know, that was her network. But, hey, I'll take it wherever. Uh, Yeah. It'll be a look back at all of her classic bits and stuff, so.
1: And so, that's going to be on April 26th, and then the following day, you'll be able to stream it on Peacock.
4: Oh, really? Uh Oh, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, she does. I'm looking at her now. But, uh, it, it she, she is. Yes, yeah. she looks so good. Oh God, she looks good.
3: And she's just I, an inspiration too for just women, just just getting it done. Yeah, continuing using your humor, you know, enriching those friendships. It just sounds like she's just um, she's she's a blessing to all of us. She really is. Just to be yep. able to come around and genius. Just she's good energy. Doesn't yeah, she?
4: Yeah, she is. Yep. She was here. I met her once. She did a one-woman show here. Lex, we were we were I on the remember air. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did an interview with Carol, and it was um, it was a delight. She was just sparkling in person, just absolutely sparkling. And again, I nerded out. I could have asked her, you know, I could have spent a whole day with her and still had not gotten through all my questions. But yeah, she was just a great human being. She is a great human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, I have a nerd news that will make Alexis very happy to end. Plus, uh, it's David Letterman's birthday. So we're going to come back with a great top 10 list. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, it's Jace for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. Well, here's further proof that Nutrisource listens to you, their customers. Backed by by high demand, popular demand, I love that phrase, NutriSource, select dog cans, wet recipes that your dogs will love, like prairie, woodlands, high plains, heartland, and seafood. Uh, Plus, also backed by high demand, NutriSource and pure Vita jerky strips. These strips, these treats come in multiple protein options. So there's going to be a flavor, an option that your dog will love. And remember, Pure Vita, that brand means limited ingredients, the best ingredients. My dog loves them, uh, and so will yours. You can find all of these items wherever you find Nutrisource. And you can find Nutrisource at independent retailers all over the place at NutrisourcePetFoods.com.
0: Jason and Alexis in the morning. Here's David Letterman.
4: The uh, category tonight, top ten. Dolly Parton pet peeves. Dolly,
2: are you all set? Here we go. I'm ready. Okay, number ten. Accountants who don't understand how much it costs to make me look this cheap. Yes.
4: Uh, Number nine.
2: Trying to play guitar in these five-inch fingernails.
4: (laughs) They're great. When are we going to have them on the show, Paul? The five-inch fingernails. I'm telling you,
2: that's my favorite new band. Make that booking if you can. They're alternative. Uh, Number eight when the county declares my hair a fire hazard (laughs) number seven confused Dalai Lama constantly asking for theme park royalties
5: number six
2: you can't get a wig repaired because Letterman's got some kind of a hairpiece crisis
4: It's like, it's, it's like my goofy cousin is hosting the show tonight. Uh, hello, I'm Dave's
2: cousin, Kenny. Dave was smoking a cigar and had to go home early. So, Dave, asked, could I fill in. Oh, man, where the hell are we? Have we done all ten yet? Uh, number five. A Stone rash. Yeah, okay. Number... Four... Whenever Number four. He visits, okay. Go Whenever ahead. He, you ready? Uh, Let's just go home, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Okay, when he visits Dollywood gift shops, Garth Brooks always shops at the shop, lifts stuff under that big hat of his. Yeah, let's do go home. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just three
4: dolly more. been smoking her own self. <laughs> Uh, number three! Number three!
2: Okay, smart-ass MCs who introduced me by saying, and now here they are, Dolly Parton! (laughs) Number two! When the Super Bowl is over, winner never says, hey, I'm going to Dollywood! That's right. And now, the number one Dolly Parton pet peeve. Nobody notices I've got a great ass, too! (laughs) (laughs) There we go!
4: Happy birthday. Letterman is 76 today. Letterman is 76. So happy birthday, Dave.
1: Legend. Wow. That's
4: right. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, so I teased this uh, a little bit ago. Uh, the Den of Nerds, uh, though I don't agree with everything he says, uh, he's one of the uh, YouTubers that covers uh, uh, Marvel and nerd stuff on social media, on YouTube, on Twitter that I, I really do like. I think he's, Josh is a good guy. Again, I don't agree with every one of his takes. He can venture a little. He's a little too negative with Star Wars, to, in my opinion. Sometimes he doesn't. I, I think it's like, oh, just wait till it comes out, and then you can rip on it. Because, look, oh. there's some bad stuff. Uh, there's a lot of criticism that can be leveled at Star Wars. Anyway, yeah. but 85% of the time, I love Josh, and I love the den of nerds. So, so Josh has some scoopage. That I know Alexis will be very excited about, Ooh, and that is, that? Like? we heard that this Ray movie uh, that's coming out in 2025 that'll take place 15 years after Rise of Skywalker.
3: Yes,
4: where Ray is trying to uh, rebuild the Jedi.
3: That we're already but, excited for.
4: Grogu is allegedly going to play a major role in this movie. Yes, Grogu will be in this trilogy, and he is also hearing from a lot of sources <gasps> that Adam Driver. Oh, they are going to bring back Ben Solo somehow.
3: Oh my god!
4: Yeah. So Grogu, we're and just exploding with too
3: aggression and yeah. hotness. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! Wait a second. Uh-huh. Help me with the time frame here. When would this fit into the puzzle Of the Star Wars universe So will Grogu be like adolescent
4: <laughs> Yes Lex He'll be in 5th grade yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah Well he'll be older Obviously because yeah. this is This well the, the Mandalorian timeline That Grogu's in yeah. Takes place after Return of the Jedi Okay uh, So this is even further yeah. So this is like,
3: so he might be like Yoda age.
4: Well, no, he'll still be probably young because remember Yoda's like eight hundred bazillion years old, so they age very slowly.
1: Right, right. So, so maybe he is a cranky teenager.
4: Maybe yeah. he'll be yeah. So this because oh, this, this is be body
3: hair and pimple time.
4: Axe body spray for Yoda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my
3: god, the girl who's spray! He's got some B.O. <laughs> smell. I do. <laughs>
4: Puberty, I am going through. Yeah, uh, <laughs> monster
1: energy drink, I consume. <laughs> uh,
4: but yeah, I can't be a wait. This teenager. is
3: fantastic. Yeah, fantastic.
4: So, and they're hoping. Oh, uh, he. I, don't I just know what watched
3: he's gonna his... wear? Oh my gosh! I watched so uh,
4: the Den of Nerd's latest video, and there, Josh is again the guy. And he said uh, what, what he's hearing is Disney is backing up the truck, dumping money into Ugh. the driveway of John Boyega. Because mm. they really want Finn back as well.
1: Yes! And I would be very shocked, even with a dump truck full of money, if John Boyega came back.
4: Well, Holly, mm. I would have thought that about six months ago. Mm. But John recently did an interview and if you Google it, you'll see he has softened. He, it's it's ironic. I don't think it's an accident. Mm-hmm. He has recently publicly softened his position on Star Wars, oh. which I do not think is accidental. Mm. Oh, so I saying, don't think it just happened.
1: You're saying that perhaps a dump truck full of money maybe softened his well, stance? Well, not only that,
4: but I think he was paid a visit by Iger. Yeah. I think oh. he has been... I think they he has been promised that they will do better by him. Uh, I think it is money mixed with hey, we learn from the mistakes we made with the handling of your character. I think that means more to John right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and also representation mm-hmm. too. Just in well, the that's bigger... what I mean.
4: Yeah, absolutely. right. Oh well,
3: yeah, no, that for sure. You know, an apology is absolutely appropriate, but also just to know, like this is a big stage for kids who look like mm-hmm. me.
4: To yeah, dream big. Yeah. because it makes it makes sense. If yeah. this is if part of the plot or if the main plot is Ray mm-hmm. rebuilding the Jedi for all of the rise of Skywalker's faults, they did reveal that John's character is force sensitive, so it would make sense mm-hmm. that he is a part of this. Oh my Den, of, Den of nerds also heard that o- Oscar Isaac is not waiting for that truck. He's open to returning to as Poe. Oh my so, gosh. It's going to be the best movie ever. I am excited. Well, if they don't mess it up. I'm mean, I'm, with I'm, Grogu. I mean, I yeah.
3: Adolescent Grogu. Yeah. It's
4: great. It could be good. I hope. I I hope for Star Wars sake that it's great. They need to they need to hit this out of the park to bring back the disgruntled man babies. But I yeah. think they will. And if they go I,
3: away, that's fine too. I mean, there's plenty of true. us who are, are down for this?
4: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm super down.
3: Yeah, yes. very to, hot. It might be for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. that's okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, but Grogu. Mm-hmm. <gasps>
3: oh, I'm so happy they're leaning in. I, it's just what a delightful little character. He just yeah. brings so much light and love and just joy. Oh, oh, jumping well. into Lizzo's hands and oh my word. Just so
4: much money into Mickey Mouse's pocket. I mean, oh, there's
3: that too. I mean, the oh, merch Lord. alone. Oh my! Well, because he's so cute. Every
4: every store you walk in, well, not every store, but there are, there are stores within Disney World that lean into Star Wars. Still, yes. There's one, there's one in particular. That's where I got your headband, Lex. Yes. So uh, it cute. is so funny to see the the evolution of products. Uh, now that store is 60% Grogu. 60% of the yep. Star Wars items are Grogu. Mugs, plants, socks, ties, jackets, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, that's all sells. Grogu. Yep. So there we go. So cute. Oh, that's to the, the d- best news ever, Chase.
3: Yeah. What a great way to end the show.
4: Yeah. Good dish from Josh.
3: Yeah. The
4: Den of Nerds. Follow him on social. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid that's being bullied, Go out there and be yourself, because no one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex?
3: That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Donna and
0: Steve experience up next. Cute you are. Bye.